G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, we're not averse to a little controversy on 2020. In fact, every day there's some sort of controversial issue that we like to unpack. Well, let's talk today about the very word controversy. And of course, there are all sorts of ways that you can pronounce that, and there could be a controversy over how you pronounce the word controversy. But let's get into a conversation about controversy today with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. Back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Okay, Bill, let me just hit you with this controversial question. How do you pronounce that word? Uh, well, the correct way, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people say controversy. I believe the correct way is also controversy. There you go. And it's interesting, isn't it? But the way we pronounce the word might not be as important as the way we might approach the situations that are controversial. And mm. oftentimes... It's easiest for us to back away, move away, uh, hide in the corner almost to avoid controversy. Uh, what are your thoughts in the latest article that you've put together this week? Yes, well, I uh, looked at that very issue. Uh, I entitled the piece, Let's Hear It for Controversy. And of course, I'm speaking of the Christian church here uh, and the place of controversy in the life of the believer. And the point I simply try to make is you can't avoid controversy. Whenever you speak truth, especially in a world that's not very thrilled with truth, uh, you're going to be controversial. It, it just can't be helped. So the idea that we can just live a, a quiet life where we never ruffle any feathers, never rock the boat, never get anybody upset, well, that's fine if you never open your mouth, but if you do proclaim biblical truth on any number of issues, uh, you're going to be offending some people. You're going to be getting some people bent out of shape. So you're going to be controversial. And, of course, the Bible is full of that very truth. Bill, it seems to be that if you are uh, claiming some sort of a leadership role in the Christian church these days, very hard to be an effective Christian leader without being controversial because... People will raise things, and when you bring a perspective of truth, and talking about biblical truth here, not just our own opinions, but when you bring biblical truth to the fore, that does create all sorts of controversy because sometimes it flies in the face of, say, what might be politically correct on the day. Uh, we can't avoid it as someone who might be a Christian leader. Yep. Well, look, some people do avoid controversy, and there's a very easy formula for that. Simply never talk about anything that can be controversial. Certainly never deal with the hot potato issues of the day, whether abortion, uh, creeping sharia, the war on marriage and family. Avoid all that like the plague, and you'll probably do well. And the same with biblical truths. Don't talk about 
sin. Don't talk about the wrath of God. Don't talk about future judgment and hell. Avoid all those hardcore biblical truths as well. And guess what? You can live a a Christian life and a ministry and be a leader who never has controversy. And sadly to say, there are whole churches that can easily be named here that thrive on that very thing. They simply tell people what they want to hear. They let people know that it's all about you and having your best life now. Guess what? No controversy. But of course, when they refuse to proclaim the whole counsel of God, they're doing a disservice to the gospel. They may be filling their churches with masses of people every Sunday, but I really think they're dishonoring their Lord by refusing to speak on those hard issues of the faith. Bringing it close to home for every believer, whether you are a leader or not, and uh, you know there might be some people who'll talk about just being a Christian makes you a leader because you, in fact, sometimes will say things that are controversial. You've taken some time, Bill, in this latest article to bring to the fore some of the perspectives of some of the great leaders of Christianity that we can remember over recent generations. Uh, One of those, John Stott, who actually wrote a book called Christ the Controversialist. Uh, You've got some quotes. What about the wisdom that comes from these leaders over the decades that have gone by? Yes, well, I've said often now that we learn so much by studying Christian biography, autobiography, look at church history, Uh, It's just, you know, the best way I think that you can grow and expand your vision and get challenged and encouraged in the faith. So, yeah, in this piece, I simply did just that. I went through a number of key Christian leaders and looked at what they had to say about this issue of controversy. Every single one uh, not only had a ministry full of controversy, how could it be otherwise? Uh, Again, when you proclaim truth to an unbelieving world, Uh, you're going to get uh, people upset. And they all said, look, if you want to be true to the gospel, there's no way you can avoid having controversy. So we mentioned Stott's classic 1970 book, Christ was a controversialist. Wherever he went, he caused controversy. You just cannot read the gospels without seeing this. He divided the crowds. He got people upset. In fact, his whole ministry as loving and gracious as it was, resulted in people hating him so much he was put to death. So if our own Lord, as good as he was at being a man of love and grace, could cause that much animosity and opposition, come on, do we expect any less? Can we be uh, go through life as a Christian without causing any controversy? Well, as I say, the only way we do that is never speak about any important biblical truths and certainly never comment on the hot potato issues of the day. You've quoted a number of significant Bible teacher, leaders, preachers. Uh, What are your favorite ones that you've come up with some quotes on this issue of controversy? Oh, look, there's so many. Mind you, I had, what, about 2,000 words in that article. I could have gone for another uh, 20,000 words. There's so many to choose from. Uh, Where do you begin with some of the favorites? Uh, John Ryle, uh, uh, English uh, preacher, died in 1900. 
uh, he had this to say, controversy is an odious thing, but there are days when it is a positive duty. Peace is an excellent thing, but like gold, it may be bought too dear. Unity is a mighty blessing, but it is worthless if it is purchased at the cost of truth. Once more I say, open your eyes and be on your guard. So he went on to talk about how the Bible was full of controversy and we simply can't escape it. Sure, we seek uh, unity, we seek to be peacemakers, that's, you know, that's part of our calling, but we never seek peace and unity at the expense of truth. If we end up playing down the truth claims of the gospel, well, that kind of peace and unity is a false one and uh, not worth uh, pursuing. Another of your favorites and a name that will be well known to listeners to this program, Charles Spurgeon. Mm -hmm. What did he have to say about controversy? Uh, look, he, well, he not only, as I say, went through so much controversy himself. In fact, he got booted out of uh, some Christian uh, ministries. Uh, even his own brother voted against him on one occasion on a, uh, a very controversial topic. Um, but so he knew all about this, and so he wrote about this. He uh, told his uh, listeners often that, come on, if you're going to be a soldier of Christ, you're going to have to... Uh, you're going to have to go through, uh, you know, the, the hard yards of exposing error and defending truth. He said, be ready for a bad name. Be willing to be called a bigot. Be prepared for the loss of friendships. Be prepared for anything so long as you can stand fast by him who bought you with his precious blood. So he goes on to talk about the need for courage the need for being willing to offend and be controversial when the gospel was at risk. Bill, I suspect that some of these leaders might be writing about controversy in the context of internal disputes and conflicts mm. within the church. Yeah. I wonder what they might say with the sorts of disputes and conflicts that the church is now immersed in, which is not as much internal, at least in the public realm, uh, as it is to do with all sorts of ideologies rising up. I imagine that when we talk about controversy, whether it's within the church or uh, within the conflicts of those that are coming against the church now, uh, the same sorts of rules apply about not uh, not cowering in the corner. Mm. No, absolutely. And again, plenty of people can be mentioned here. Uh, the great English preacher, Martin Lloyd-Jones, uh, knew all about controversy. Um, in fact, he talked about the need to be, for Christians, to stop being flabby and uh, weak and start uh, dealing where necessary with argument, with polemics, with controversy. This is bound to arise, both within and without the Church. But he did go on to say, as did many of these, that, you know, we're not talking about argument for the sake of argument. We're not talking about having an argumentative spirit. We're not talking about people who just like to get into fights. So that's something we do want to avoid. But we are called to earnestly contend for the truth. And that means sometimes dealing with false doctrine within or, as you say, enemies from without. 
So what's your advice, Bill? How do you take this to a new level? If we recognise doing a little bit of self-assessment that, you know, we've been cowering a little in the corner, how do you harden up? What's uh, Is there any sort of recipe for all of a sudden becoming brave and courageous and being able to take on the controversies of the day? Well, good questions there. Um, partly it's just trying to be like Christ, uh, right? He had the right... Uh, mix, as we said, the most loving, gracious, kind person to walk the earth, and yet you could say the most controversial, the most uh, determined to proclaim truth, regardless of the cost. So again, it's always this question of getting the biblical balance right. We don't go out of our way looking for fights. We don't try to be controversial just for the sake of it, and sadly there are some people like that. So we do try to be uh, unifiers. We do try to be peacemakers when we can. But sometimes when the gospel is under threat, uh, we have to stand. We have to get some backbone. Uh, yes, you may lose some friends, you know, especially think of, say, the social media. You know, uh, you got some friends maybe posting stuff that is just way out theologically. And you hold back and say, oh, look, I don't want to say anything because he's my friend. I don't want to lose my friend. Well, sometimes, at least pray and think it through first, sometimes you have an obligation to get some backbone, to speak out, to share truth. Uh, You know, you may lose that particular friend, at least temporarily, but perhaps many other people looking on that particular site might say, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that, or, yeah, that's a good point of view to have. So uh, we have to be willing, like Jesus, like Paul, like the prophets, to be controversial when needed, because truth is at stake. Well, I do like one quote you have in your article from Horatius Bonner, the Scottish churchman, who said, Christianity was born for endurance, not an exotic, but a hardy plant, braced by the keen wind, not languid, nor childish, nor cowardly, uh, powerful concepts uh, that we perhaps can take to our heart today. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, always enjoy your controversial comments and uh, another one today in insofar as uh, discussing that word and even controversial as to whether or not we ought to harden up a little and stand strong for our faith. But I'll point people to your latest article that we've been talking about today, and it's called Let's Hear It for Controversy. You can simply Google Culture Watch, one word, or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, thanks for joining us again on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.